everyone, I'm Tara, and this is Tarascope, a place where relationship dudes who don't trials and tribulations are discussed. Loves and welcome to episode 20. This journey has been nothing but amazing. I truly, truly enjoy talking to you every week, sharing with you different trials and tribulations that we deal with when we're dating in this era. To kick off the season finale of season one of Tarascope, I want to welcome you the special guest. His name is Terrence Davis. What's up? What's up, everybody? So Terrence Davis is an actor. I met him a few years ago. We both worked at the airport together. Um, Ends and odd jobs, right? Bullshit that you do trying to make ends meet and find your career. And never in a million years. What I think we would be here in 2019. That's we fake. Met in like 2015 or just something like that. It was that. like 20. Ooh. It had been like 2014. Where oh, we, God, I didn't even graduate yet. You're right. It was like 2014. Because like you worked at Duty Free. Yep. I was with the TBI. <laughs> Those were some days, boy. It was I tell you. Such a long time ago. A fun fact about Terrence is that he's from Alaska. What part of Alaska? Anchorage. Anchorage, Alaska. Mm-hmm. And then so are black people. Blew my mind, because like I said, I didn't think that many black people, not even just black people, but like, cool, down to earth, I know hip-hop, like, non-weird black people, I guess I thought. You know, like, no shame to anyone in Alaska that's listening, I'm so sorry if you black, I'm so sorry, I don't mean it no kind of way, but I didn't assume that. There are people in Alaska that I feel do the most. When I went back to Alaska back in like 2017, I went to the club for the very first time. Ooh, how's that? It was definitely weird. It was definitely weird. It was one of those moments where you, you were looking for your people, and when you found them, you're like, oh. You're like, oh, no, go back. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, that's like, yeah, it's, you're doing too much. Okay. Just be, if you're black, black is your skin tone. You know what I'm <laughs> but saying? But it's not your, like, essence. It's not your essence. Just be who you are. That's it. And then I'm looking at y'all like, okay, y'all doing way too much. I'm going to drink to that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so like I said, Terrence is an actor. He had his first TV gig was on Homicide Hunter, and then you starred in Worst Nightmare, Your Worst Nightmare, Mm -hmm. and then you said you've done a lot of other indie films as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so currently, do you have any projects in the works or anything that we should be looking out for? Yes, I actually do have a project in the works. It's called um, The Walk Back Home. Okay. And it's basically just two guys that are like adopted or whatever. And I end up leaving the nest. I go out there and I end up getting into some trouble. Okay. You know, vehicular theft. And my brother is uh, like a grade A college student wanting to play basketball. It's always like the... You know what I'm saying? So I can't tell everything. And uh, I'm waiting on day two to start filming that. And then my next project is uh, called Exception to the Rule. Okay, I like how that's. I just, like the title of that. Just, it's, if I can explain this correct, it's about fuckboyism. How like you know the fuckboy be trying to play so many girls, but he has that one girl he want, and then when she finds out about, she plays him. But they end up falling. They fall in like with each other. Okay. Yeah, so we're starting that back up in July. It's a series, or is it? It's a, gonna be a little mini movie. I mean, okay, okay. And then something to look out for is actually. I'm going to be doing a really crazy monologue called Repression. So I teamed up with a writer a long time ago, and we're going to film it. We actually filmed it the first time, but, you know, we didn't release it because it wasn't right. Okay, that, that's important. So, you know, uh, we're going to redo it again with a different camera guy. And the look about Repression is about basically about your mental space. You know how, like, you know you could do so much better with your life, but at the same time, you kind of hold yourself back. Mm-hmm. And you got these different voices in your head kind of talking to you, what you should do, what you should not do. It's like that. And it's called, um, the real terminology for that, because it's a real disease, it's called dead. Oh, wow. I think really? it's called dissociative identity disorder. Oh, wow. We have multiple personalities. So I'm going to be doing that shortly. It, when you said that, it reminded me of the movie Split. I hate, I hate, love that movie. Yes. That movie really fucked up my mental. Did it? I would never watch that movie again. One time was enough. It really had me disturbed. I'm not even lying. But why did it have you disturbed? Though? Because it's it's it was so close to reality. Like you really could tap into like how he created that beast of an individual. Like that personality just bothered me. I don't know. I was saw it one time, and I I am good if I never see it again. But it's a message. It is a message. I perceive the message. 
and I received it, I don't have to see it again. Not so you received it because it's the monster, but we think about it, a lot of times we have these voices in our head. But it also gives you the real powers once you have control of your mind, you can do so much with your life. You can. But a lot of people are so trapped in their mind because they feel like their mind controls them when you actually Okay, so let's get back on mind. track. So the topic that I want to discuss with you is mm. About dating as an actor, okay? Ooh, she so. got to agree. <laughs> okay, all right. So I want you to give us some knowledge on this dating in this industry. I talked about on episode 16, mm-hmm. if you remember. Um, I call y'all entertaining as niggas, right? Ooh. Entertaining as niggas. I gave an elaborate um, explanation of what that is. I heard but that on an your actor, post. Yeah, an actor was in there. The last one I said, right? So an actor is an entertaining ass nigga. And you will see why when I start asking these certain questions. So I want to get more information from an actual actor. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm going too hard on all these people who wants to go into this entertainment field. Right. And this discussion will help me clarify my mindset on dating y'all. Okay? Okay. Starting off, Terrence, are you single? Yes. Are you dating? Are you like... Am I dating? I think I'm just... I'm hanging out. I feel like dating, that's more of a serious thing. I'm just more like just focusing on me and having fun, pretty much. Okay. Okay, so when you are pursuing someone or a potential, do you prefer dating someone that's an actor as well, or do you prefer dating someone that's more nine to five ish, a nine to five kind of woman? Damn, Todd, that was a good ass question. That was <laughs> that's a good a ass. Point, that was a good ass question. I was actually thinking about that in a way here. Um, I have dated someone in the community, and mm-hmm. it's it can be hard because. When you're in that type of industry, you're going to be around a lot of beautiful people. Okay. And a lot of people know each other, and you figure out who's sleeping with who, who's talking to who, (laughs) who's in so-and-so DMs, and you just have to have that confidence and have to have that privacy with that person that you're dating inside the community because they can be very hard because... Since we're being truthful, yeah, you know, let me get oh right. Oh my god! I mean, it's like if you're single in the in in, in the industry, and you are mingling a lot, mm-hmm. you know, then all of a sudden you you happen to want to slow it down. You find somebody else, and then they know who you're dating. Okay. And then word kind of starts getting out about what you did when you were single, so that could be another conflict. Oh. So basically, you kind of have to very you gotta have, you gotta have that privacy with your relationship because people do talk. Okay. Um, do I prefer nine to fiver? I mean, honestly, I truthfully I, I wanna date a boss. Okay. So if she is if she is like a dentist or a lawyer or something that and she's in the works of doing something, mm-hmm. that's cool with me. Because okay. yeah, you trying to play a I didn't know with me. it was your foot. <laughs> with me. But no, I mean I feel like I I don't want to if I had to be brutally honest, nine to fivers to me, I've dealt with that and it's like your your, your mindset's not where I'm at. Okay. Because if you're stuck in that nine to five, like, oh, I'm going to do this. No. Like, either are you in school? Like, what do you want to do with your life? Okay. So that's the problem. Do you ever run into, um, so I was talking to one of my friends. He's a rapper. And so we had this kind of conversation just, you know, with rapping kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so I always wonder, does any jealousy come into play if there's two aspiring individuals? Like, does... Your partner, let's say if you book, or you're consistently booking gigs and roles and your significant other who's aspiring as well, is it, do you ever deal with any like jealousy or stuff like that? Is it like a competition in mm. a sense? It's only a competition you're allowed to be. In my opinion, I feel like if you're both are actors and you both are consuming, pursuing the same thing, then you both should be each other's pillars. Okay. Because if it's only envy if you feel like your partner is, is not either showing the steps they've done to book. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. Okay. I feel like you just. I feel like you both have to want it enough to know that. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I support you now that you're booking. I may not be booking, but you're booking. I'm gonna support you. Okay. It's all about support. Cause if you get jealous, it's like, well, why? I'm your. Well, partner. what if the person? Have you ever met someone who's? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, like a bad actor, and like, how do you do? You tell the person like, oh, I don't really think this is for you, for real, for real, because you suck. <laughs> Or do you tell them just to get more practice and level up? Like, how do you... Tara, you, these questions, I love these <laughs> questions. I love these questions. Because um, these are things I really think about. You know, I feel like if you see someone that needs work, you tell them. 
Okay. I feel like don't be in this business if you don't if you are the hell sensitive because this business is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. People will tell you no. People I've heard conversations about casting just won't even book you because they don't like your headshot or you may look like an ex girlfriend or boyfriend. Oh, and you shit. have to you have to be able to handle criticism. Okay. And a lot of times you have cats that will. Tell you they're good, and then you continue telling them they're good, knowing they're not good, and then go out here into these audition rooms and they suck. Now they're mad, like, well, I'm good. No, you're really not. Oh, okay. So I feel like there's a, I actually go to a spot called the Booking Room. Shout out to the Booking Room. Jared, Michael Collins, Tyshawn, Patrick Walker. Um, You know, we're doing a lot of things in there where you, we're practicing that kind of stuff. It's like, you had to be real people. Because okay. when, you when you get in there, like, you have to be able to be authentic with yourself. And like, listen, when you come in this room, we're here to act. If you need work, we're going to tell you you're going to need work. Okay. But don't be afraid because you don't get it the first time around that you're not going to get better. You got to be able to listen to, to basically, you got to listen to criticism mm-hmm. and learn from that. So next time you come in every Sunday, you can get better. Okay. So have you ever had that? Have you ever had to tell someone like, yeah, baby girl, like, let's keep going these acting classes. Have you ever dealt with an actor? Have you ever dated an actor where y'all... It wasn't equal in the sense of skill level. First of all, the actor that I dated, she didn't need it. She was she she works hard okay. for you know what she wants. So I was like, she's dope at what she does. So I didn't have to tell her that. Mm-hmm. But outside of that person, I would say that um, I haven't really had to tell nobody it's not okay, for Okay, that's good. I would, if anything else, if people hit me in my DMs, what they do? How do I get an acting? Even if it's a guy, how, how, I'm like, listen, just take act, just take acting classes. Okay. Because folks feel like, oh, I can act. It's a lot more than what you expect. It I to feel be. like it is. There's a lot more to it. People think, oh, I can do this. It's not about cussing a lot. It's not about, you know, reenacting, you know, loving hip hop shit. It's real <laughs> life. Like, this is new characters. This is what I got to do. I got to know what I want. My intentions. I got to live this. Like, there's a lot more. It's a deeper process to becoming an actor. I always tell people, go to acting classes. I'll tell you to go to booking room because if you want to going to get a first inside of what it is go to the booking room okay can i come with you one day yeah i might go this sunday oh no i gotta spend i gotta play this see look you ain't really trying to she ain't trying to go she ain't trying to go i'll be booked up with my sundays my only day off for real for real so my sundays get pre-booked really quickly respect that second question that i feel like people i want to know is sex scenes like you see sex scenes all the time they get hot heavy you believe it is real the love on the camera is real is it? Have you ever done a sex scene, or even anything intimate, kissing, anything like that? I have not done a sex scene, okay. but what I want to, yes. And I actually <laughs> almost had did a sex scene, but I ended up getting the flu, and I was so mad. Yes. So why do you want to do a sex scene? I mean, you know, because they said that thingy that guys wear, like what is it called? The 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 whatever they says really uncomfortable. I never knew that. Thank you for telling me. That. I never knew that. Um. Yeah, people say you never watch interview. People say that shit is really uncomfortable. I never knew that. But I'm. Thank you for the information. Do I? I mean, I feel like as an actor, you're doing. If you're doing a lot of independent projects, you gotta treat. You gotta treat it as such. Because when you get on a bigger set, you gotta do it if you're you choose to, have to, to do it. it. Yeah. If you choose to do so. But only if it's is you're getting paid more money to do something that you may not want to do, but you say, hey, if you pay me some more money, I'll do the scene. Have I done intimate scenes? Yes. I've done kissing scenes. I feel like, again, like that's my that's this is my career. I have to be able to do this because mm-hmm. if I get to the bigger productions, you might have to you're gonna more than likely have to do that. You're gonna have to do it, depending yeah. on who it is. You know what I'm saying? Just suck it up and do it. Okay, so when it comes to dating is it uncomfortable when you're in a relationship or dating somebody doing those sex scenes? And have you ever had a conversation, were you ever dating someone when you had to have a kissing scene with somebody? And oh, how did your partner man. feel about it? These questions are so spot on today. <laughs> I can't yay, believe Taurus it. Yay, Taurus yay. <laughs> yes, yes. So the person I was dating, of course, she's an actress. Mm-hmm. And she told me, hey, I have a kissing scene. Are you okay with that? Honestly... Me, I'm like, if this is our career, do what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But if you feel uncomfortable, make the decision to not to do so. Okay. And what did she do? She did it. And I and I seen it, and I was like, okay, I don't have a problem with that. Because you have to be, first of all, you got to be secure with yourself. If you're not secure with yourself, you should not be dating nobody Ooh. in the acting field. Here's why I don't want to date any entertaining ass nigga. This is too much for me. But see, you have, but see if you dated an actor, he has to... 
stroke your woman ego to let you know, hey, this is my job. Yeah. I'm, I have to be this character, but you are my queen. Okay. Most of the time, guys don't do that. Yeah, but then you always see for me, I like I, you see what people give you, right? So, um, what was that couple that was they were on set? The white people was Angela uh, Jolie and whoever. Brad Pitt, yeah, they, Brad Pitt. they were they were dating somebody else. They were both married somebody else. They mm. were on this film and then they cheated affair. Now that they, like. You see stuff like stuff like that, be like, ooh, like, cause you're on set sometimes for such a long time, you're away for such a long time. Like, what if your significant other has, like you said, what if she's a lawyer? She can't go on set with you for a year somewhere else across the country. She has a date. She has an entire career. First of all, so what do you do? You can you make time. If you're if you're let's say if you're in California or you're overseas mm-hmm. and you're filming a big time movie. If she's off, fly her off. Why you have downtime when you're out there? Or on your downtime, fly back to the right. States. The thing is, people make it so complicated. It's about communication and making time for someone you actually appreciate and you love. Okay. If you don't want to do that, don't be in a relationship. Okay. Okay. I would just... Okay, so another thing I was looking at, because you may support somebody, but everyone's version of support is different, right? Mm. So, if I'm dating... An actor. If I'm dating you, right? Okay. How important is it that I watch your films and the stuff that you're in? Cause you want to be proud is it of your man. Yeah, you want to be proud of your man. I can be proud of you, but do I have to watch it? Why would you not watch it? I don't know. Like, what if I'm not into movies and shit? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I'm your man <laughs> and you support me and I support you, why wouldn't you? That's like you. You have a podcast. Yeah. Why would I not support you? Why would not Why would not promote on my gram to support my woman? Why would I not do that? I can do that, but do I have to watch it? I mean, if you may not like the type of movie that or the drama or what type of category it is, no. But it'd be nice for you to see me in action. Okay, so we just said we're gonna go back to the lawyer thing, right? Do you go to court with the the lawyer and watch your cases? Like you support it. I would say this. I would say I would say this. There's certain there's now don't don't necessarily stick to a lawyer. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I guess there are certain point in times where you just can't. You gotta allow that person to have that time for themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't gonna say everything, but I was like, well, <laughs> they can have a certain job where it's like, all right, well, that's your spot. Yeah. I'm gonna let you handle that. And that's how she feels about you in your acting life, your acting career. But it's different. It's, di- it's different. If I was to say, if I was like a male Chippendale or some shit like that, that let that be my space. Oh my but God. I'm not a male Chippendale. I'm not slinging, dangling around. I'm actually being a coming actor on TV. You know what I'm saying? You went from one extreme to the other. I hate you, dude. Hey, I'm being real. Okay, so you would, for you, it is highly important that your partner watches your films. I wouldn't say it's highly important, but it's nice to know that you're actually looking at the content that I've did. Okay. And that way you can kind of see the progression, because people get better. Thank you. And you'd be like, oh, damn, remember when you first started, you were like, you know, cool, but now you're... And at the end of the day, like, who who wouldn't want to be a fan of their spouse? Well, I think my sister was saying, um, Chrissy Teigen was saying something like, she wasn't a fan of John Legend. Like, she loves him as a person, but not, like, all... You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you... Okay, so I don't like basketball. If I knew what a basketball player, I mean, I don't watch the games, but I'm not, like, into the game. Like, I, I, I'm i watching it solely because But you're of there. You. But you're there. That, and because that, I feel like it's obligated. Matters. Because I feel like it's low-key obligated. But that, all people look at you like you crazy because you're not going to be there. But that's all that matters. If if your man... Or say, go back to the topic you said if he was mine. If I happen to have courtside seats and you and you hate basketball, and I say, let's go out. You're going to go out and you're going to be like, all right, I'm here because That's- of you. That's another form of support. Okay. You don't have to be into it, but it's like, I'm here because you're with your man. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. So she don't, she can go to the movie premieres with you, but she don't got to do all the extra, like, steps. Uh, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what kind of step three. I don't know. I don't know I mean, career, But if she goes to the movie premieres with you and stuff like that, then she Gucci. Yeah. You supporting him. I bet. That's cool. At the end of the day, you got a red <laughs> carpet. You want your queen to be with you, babe. Get dressed up, put your heels on, get done up. We go on to the red designer. carpet. And the thing is, what woman does not like to step out look good? I don't know. And then, then, and then, then on top of that, your man is making moves. So now, when he brings you in public to these red carpet premieres, people are seeing who he's dating, and you're mm-hmm. like, you're you're stout. You you you're very confident. You're you're very 
structured woman. You got your own business. And I thought, oh, who is this you're dating? And like, oh, and you know, I'm just like, like oh, Michelle Obama. Come on now. <laughs> Like, who is oh, this? this guy love extremes. All right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on, what are we doing? One extreme to the next. Okay, so on the same topic, you're dating somebody. Y'all are like really serious. Okay. If any insecurities arises, which I feel like it would, Absolutely. I'm not sure. Aisha Curry. Sorry. Okay. That's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Cause we're not gonna do what you're not gonna do. Terrence is come come from his curry, but we gonna we gonna skip over that little. I'm not. No, we gonna I'm, skip I'm, over I'm that. I'm gonna say this right quick. I'm not coming for Ice Curry because why? She's a human being for one. She's a woman, and it's innate for a woman to feel want to feel desired by any man. Okay. But the fact that I like what Steph did, mm-hmm. he went on his page and actually wrote, "Hey, babe, I'm proud of you for being authentic. Whether you had you know negativity or not, I support you." At the end of the day, everybody has some sort of insecurities. Yes. But as but if you are dating someone, they're going to love you unapologetically and whoever you are, and they're gonna support you for being. I rather date someone who's authentic than, than not authentic. And she was authentic. And I, I loved her for uh, for all about right. authentic, authenticity. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, I hate the backlash. But once again, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day because I swear I can go. I can do a whole. Topic we can talk just about it. That. We can talk about it. Okay, so we're going to talk about it. So I feel like she said nothing wrong. She spoke her truth Absolutely. beautifully. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the reason for this, the reason why I do this podcast, I tell people all the time, I want people to feel like they have a voice. I feel like they can come here as a safe place and not feel judged. Now, Red Table Talk, I feel like it's something very similar. You should be able to go there, say, answer any question truthfully, honestly, and not get judged by the media. And that was not done. So that bothered me. She didn't say anything wrong. She spoke her truth by saying, hey... As women, because we don't know her story, not even about the, oh, she's making seem like uh, he doesn't give her attention. It has nothing to do with him. She has had kids back to back to back. Absolutely. When she first started off, she was one size. She gets pregnant, lose weight, get pregnant again. She probably is so insecure because her body weight is mm-hmm. consistently changing. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, we pride ourselves on our body. We pride ourselves on how we look. Majority of women, especially if you're in the industry and you're always on camera. And so it could be a weakness for her, like, oh, my body Preach. keeps changing and stuff like that. And you can't be so quick to judge somebody and throw stones at someone based on the fact that, hey, when I go out, I feel like I don't get any stares. At least that kind of, it's already in my mind, like, damn, I gained so much weight. I'm probably, I feel ugly. And mm-hmm. if someone gives you a second glance, you're like, okay, well, maybe that's just in my head. But at least mm-hmm. to the masses, I still look like I got my shit together. Yeah. But if you're not getting that, what's in your head becomes a reality because no one else is like really suppressing it. Because you feel like your husband, regardless, is supposed to love you if you gain weight or not. Well, that's true. And I do believe that as she doesn't want to feel like a mom and she wants to feel sexy because yeah. she has kids. And, you know, I have a lot of different perspectives on that whole situation solely because... You know, self-love is very important. And I feel like she may not love herself as she should. And when dating Steph Curry back in high school, she knew what she signed up for. Now, did she know it was going to come to this extent? No. No. No one knew who was going to be coming. Nobody nobody knows that. But the thing is, they stayed together so long. And I'm on Steph Curry's side when it comes to he's a great man. No matter how high he gets in that social ladder, he's still about his woman. Yes. And he's nice. And she knows he's nice. And she sees a woman throwing at him. But he's like, nah, I got a woman. Where she comes in and was like, I just don't like to introduce myself. Which I feel like that's a, I'm biased. Because, like, okay, I learned that if you're out in public and your woman's with you, the first thing you need to do is this is my woman. So people yeah. can know she's here. And more so not even know that she's here. Because, I mean, I mean, no one's blind. You see that whole standing right side there. But the some people, but, but you got to be. I mean, it's, it's more so I feel like. Him acknowledging her allows the woman who's trying to be uh, malicious to know that you can try whatever you want to try, but my wife is right here and I'm not with some shenanigans that you're hoping that I'm with. So him introducing her just sets the tone for that malicious woman to know, I see what you may try to do, but as a man, I'm not with it. If she has to... put herself out there, I feel like that is a problem. Like, I don't want, like you said, I want to be with somebody and we're together and they come up to you and she's like, oh, hey, something, something. You're like, oh, hey, and this is also so-and-so. You hear a lot of actors say that. I know uh, Mari uh, Hardwick said that when he's out with his family, he's like, oh, no, we're not taking pictures. I'm with my family. I'm with my wife. He puts that out there. It shouldn't be the other individual that's not the main celebrity that's interjecting Hey, I'm, I'm human. Hey, hey, like, hey, well, I'm people, here too. And the and thing is, being being an actor and becoming a celebrity, first of all, you don't become a celebrity until 
the masses are on you, yeah. the attention is on you, and people forget that people are human. Yeah, which I true. cannot stand. Like so and so's a dick. No, they're not. They're, they're not. human beings. They have feelings. Had a bad day or a regular day. And they Thank were like, nah, you. Today not the day, motherfucker. And I, I ran into like the airport. Yeah, we probably met so many people. And I know Man, we time met so I many met, people. Um, Shaq. And he was not taking pictures with nobody. He was only taking pictures with kids because he was like walking to get something to eat. Shaq, big so ass. So he was so tall. So I waited till he sat down and he ordered his food. And then I approached him. But I made sure I approached him at DC. I'm not approaching him while the waiter's at the table, like, hey, can I get you something to eat? And he's like, girl. And I'm like, hey, can I take a picture? And he's like, baby girl, do you not see me trying to order my food? I waited till it was like some downtime where he had nothing else better to do, more than likely. But, right. but take this picture. I feel like Absolutely. sometimes people don't understand. Like you said, hey, I'm with my family. Hey, I'm doing something. Like, hey, I look a hot ass mess. I don't want to take a picture with me looking like this because I may not be done up like you typically used to, you know, people seeing me. And they have to understand, like you said, people are human. And How would you deal with that when you're a celebrity? Because it's gonna happen. He's gonna be popping. He's gonna be popping, popping too. I, I said it first. I would say, I'm I'm a, I'm a personal person, so I wouldn't mind taking those pictures, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit and say that it's not gonna be a point in that lifetime where I probably don't want to take pictures. Okay, be careful. You know, people like to pull receipts. You oh. become you become popular. They're gonna pull this like, oh, he said he gonna take every single. I, but that's why me. I put this disclaimer out there saying <laughs> there. I'm not gonna sit here and say there's not gonna be a point in time where I'm like, hey, I'm with my family, I'm with my girl, my wife. That my wife, not say girl, my wife. Okay, romance. Um, that you know, if I'm with my wife, and I'm this is my special time with her, like I'm probably gonna say, you know what, if you can wait for a little bit, you know, what I'm saying, let me enjoy my dinner with my wife, and if I'm still here, I'd love to take your picture. Okay, that's really respectable. You know what I'm saying? If it, it, but it all depends on how they come at me, because you know I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very you know nice guy, and I'm really not too much of an asshole at times. No, I was gonna say watching them. I yeah, know you in real life. I, I know I could be an asshole sometimes, <laughs> but I feel like in in that perspective of time, then I would say you know it depends on how they come at me. But I feel like the overall answer would be if you just give me some time to spend time with my wife. If you're still here, then you know. Um, I'll take a picture. Okay. So getting back on track with these. Well, that was kind of actually like on track. But it like was on sideways. track. I don't know how we segue uh-huh. that together. That kind of really made sense. So um, so you answered how would you would deal with, how would you deal with the insecurities you said? How would you make sure like if an insecurity arise, how would you kind of handle that and make sure that your woman, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, your wife, Um, how would you kind of like can't think of the word, but you know what I'm saying. I feel like it comes with just reassuring your woman, wife, whatever you want to call it, your woman. You just got to reassure Because be as, as <laughs> naturally as women, y'all do feel at times where you may not feel loved at one point in time because your moods are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So if, as your man, if he sees that you're not in the best of moods, he has to make sure he can give you kisses or what it is to make you happy. Because he knows you're not in the best of mood. And when he puts you back in that good mood, you know you're being loved. Okay. I think you just got to be very attentive to your woman, period. That's true. Because if you don't put your woman on the pedestal, then, you know, and you're out here doing it, she going to feel like, okay, where do I stand? As long as you know, as long as you put your woman where she stands on that throne, she's untouchable. If you don't do that, She's gonna looking like, okay, who's this? Who are you talking to? Because she don't know her place. Okay. A woman likes to be secure. Mm-hmm. If she's not secure, she's like, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we... Make her feel secure first. Okay, so what if, so like I said, once you um, get heavy, heavy on them big screens, I feel like you cannot be on the big screen because you're attractive, right? Thank you. So more than likely, you're going to play some kind of, I don't want to say sex symbol, but love interest. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Love yeah, interest, absolutely. anything like that. So... That comes with sex scenes and stuff like that. Right. So if let's say you're on um, an upcoming new uh, movie with whatever hot actress that is during the time. Rihanna. Okay, with Rihanna, you're in a film. Rihanna. <laughs> he's on. He's on. He's, and she's a Pisces. He, Rihanna. He's the love interest. To I see Rihanna. you on Gua. I saw you on. Is it Gola Island or Gua? Is it Gola Island or Guava Island? I seen you, baby. <laughs> Rihanna is your love interest in this next movie. You have a woman or wife, whatever you want you have, right? How do you have that conversation with her? Like, hey, baby girl. That's my thing. I don't know, I don't know why I've been baby, baby girly today. I'm about to do a movie with Rihanna. How do you make sure that she feels secure while you're 
doing a whole love connection situation with her. First of all. <laughs> he said, first of all, I'm not in a relationship no more after that. I wouldn't say I wouldn't be out of a relationship. I would say, you know, if I'm doing my job as a, as her man, then, you know, she should be like, baby, do it. Because if, eventually, if she's so strong, she'd be like, baby, fuck the shit out of her. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I feel like you just. I didn't, it goes back to what I said prior. You just gotta make sure she knows with where she stands, and she knows this is your job. Okay. And then, you know, the uh, everything else just follows follows through. Because if she don't know, she be like, okay, why are you doing this? Because most of the times I've heard it all the time. Oh, I can't date an actor because of this. Because of this. I've heard so many times I can't date you because you're an actor because you tell lies. <laughs> I can't date you. I can't date you because I don't know if you're being yourself or somebody else. I can't date you because I'm pretty sure you got to kiss somebody on set. <laughs> to me, honestly, that 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 shows me that one, you're not secure enough with yourself, and two, you don't want us in the industry. Okay. Because if I if I I don't mind explaining the industry, but if you still don't get it and it and I'm, it causes problems, I gotta let you go. Okay. So what do you think is the hardest aspect of dating an aspiring actor? If I can get this for every actor out here, boy. <laughs> There's going to be times where it, it, we're not going to have a job, per se. The job is not going to be the best job because if you're dating a committed actor, uh-huh. they may not have a nine-to-five. Okay. They may have these BA jobs or PA jobs or just bartending jobs. Mm. Um, they take their craft very seriously, so, so support them as much as you can. There's going to be long nights, 14 to 16 hours on set. Yeah. I would say just support their ground because when they make it and if they love you, they will give you the world. Okay. That's dope. So, I don't know if you watched the episode when I had my last guest speaker, Olivia. Okay. But my new segment when I have special guests is Tariscope Third Degree. Tariscope Third Degree. Oh, wow. So it's a whole bunch of questions. Some of them I wrote, some I got from people. Some of them get really explicit, some do not. You're going to pick three questions. I'm going to read them, and the only thing I ask is that you answer them honestly and truthfully. Are you ready? I mean, you gotta be. Ready. You ain't got no choice, motherfucker. Come I ain't on. got no choice. I ain't got no choice. Sorry, one at a time. I got two. Okay. You got that's one. That's one. Okay. Have you ever performed oral sex on a partner while they were driving? Oh. <laughs> good question. Good question. Good question. Uh, <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Have you ever received? Yes. Okay. Have you ever given so much of yourself in a relationship that you lost yourself in the relationship? Ooh, what? The, yes. It's, explain, explain, explain. Um, I would say that it ties in with the Aisha Curry thing. I would say that when we get into relationships, we mm-hmm. tend to lose ourselves automatically. And when you do get into relationships, sometimes you don't know if this person has fully healed from past baggage. Oh, God, that's a good one. That's me. And then you don't that's know if me. you've done the same thing. So then you kind of, in a way, subconsciously uh, fill a void. Oh, like a Terrence Bridge. <laughs> and then you guys get together, and then now you're trying to do your best to make this person happy. And then it may not be enough for them because there's, there's a lot of expectations on you to make them happy, and that could be very selfish on that person. So I do feel like, yes, I have felt myself. And I told this person, I said, I, I lost myself because mm-hmm. you weren't happy initially. Yeah. And in order to have a very healthy relationship, you have to be fully healed. Mm-hmm. That means let's not date nobody while I'm trying to heal. That's true. Because it's all they're going to do is cause more commotion. Yep. And take time when you do enter or like someone, take the time to actually get to know them. Thoroughly. You can like them. If y'all have sex, cool, but don't let sex undermine the mental connection that you're actually you establishing. You know what I'm saying? So, and that way, you're working your way to a healthy relationship because 
in this generation, we fall in love quickly. We want to be really Ariana Grande is out here. We want to love. We want to love. We want to be married by a certain age, have a kid. It's like yo, take your time, because when you're not looking, that's when something's you know. Yeah, and you gotta really just learn to love yourself and add value to yourself. And what I mean value is like work on yourself, read more books, gain more knowledge, try new things, make you an all around person, because mm-hmm. you attract what you are. That's real. This one guy I told him I just got my relationship. You know my ex, um, and I was broken. Like I just needed time, and I feel like I'm still not completely there. Um, and that's real. But I told this guy he was really interested in dating me. Still is, and I said I told him I was like I'm broken. I was like I'm broken. I'm not ready to date right now. And he was like, That's okay with me. I'll fix you. I said you got me fucked. You can't. I said you can't, sir. See. I have to fix my. I feel like that's people's problem. And this is a grown ass man. Like this, I'm 25. He has to be like 32. This, and he's sitting here telling me he can fix me. And I know that no one can fix me but me. But I feel absolutely. like that's people's problem. Like they go into mm. it thinking like, oh. Oh, you're a broken birdie. Let me heal you. No, motherfucker. I have to do all this inner work myself. Hey, I have to you get have back to, to that. because I've I've had a very troubling past of always finding project women. Ooh. And I'm Ooh. such an empath because I'm a Pisces. So I if I all the women I've dated, all of them just got a relationship. Oh. Just got a relationship. And then here I am. You know, where am I? Where am I? Armor, like I'm here to save you, queen, and I'm gassing you up. I'm he- I'm bringing you flowers and Aww, and telling you everything. Like I'm really, I really am a, a romantic. I, I I'm a hopeless romantic, but it's like then when you start to heal, I don't see that vulnerability anymore. I see a whole different person. Now I have to try to readjust myself because now I'm giving you all. My love and all my energy, but what am I getting back in return? Nothing, bare minimum. Basically, you're a liability. You're not an investment because an investment gives you what? Something back. Thank you. Damn, damn, I like that. Oh my god, that was fucking dope. Okay. So that's why I, now it's like whenever a woman, if if I happen to meet a woman that's been in a relationship, which I've had recently, it's like damn. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, I'm gonna be a single guy. But I will be your friend. If I like you, I'm going to let you know I like you. Like I said, we have sex, we have sex. But in the day, we are friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to rush into anything because if we rush into something, because we're being intimate, mm-hmm. mentally and physically, and also, most same thing as mentally, then feelings can get construed. Yeah. And now you're rushing to something that may not be right at that time. Right. Very true. So you have to have the strength and patience to listen. I rock with you. But I know where I stand. I know where you stand. Well, that's why I'm not having sex, personally. I think this is my first time. I didn't want to announce it. And I felt kind of shitty because I announced it. So Yeah, I heard um, it. You heard it first. <laughs> She's not having sex. I've been abstinent since I got out of my relationship with my ex. Um, just because, like you said, I don't want to... I feel like sex... I don't want to say complicates things. I feel like that's really an immature statement, in a sense. But it does make you want to speed things up, especially if you enjoy the sex with the person, because you just want it to be yours. You don't want them having sex yes. with anyone else. So if you're not, so for me, preach, come on me, now. I just wanted to take the element of sex out of the situation, so I can fully get to know you on a mental realm to see if I even really enjoy your company besides fucking. And so. Mm. I know. Are we preaching this? Boy, <laughs> we preaching. And this is like the longest episode I ever had. So for me, it's just really important because, um, like you said, everyone has expectations for their own personal life. I always expected to be married by the age of 26, 27 and starting to have kids by 30. Really? Right? Yes. I was I was like 18 when I was graduating high school. But and that's, stuff. That was my expectation. That's for my all life. of us back in high school. Right, by right, 25, right. I had my life together. Yeah, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be this. And they look at your life now. You're like, help me. Damn, nigga, I'm still on the come up. <laughs> so that was my expectations. And because realistically, I'll be 26 next month. And I was like, mm, probably not going to happen. And I'm okay with that. But I also know I do want marriage. And I just want to change up how I go about dating. Because what I've previously done, have, I don't want to say hasn't worked. My last relationship was a really good relationship. We didn't work out for other reasons. But because I know what I really want in my future, I just want to make sure I'm mentally connected. And I mentally know this person outside of the physical realm. Because I just don't want the sex to be good 
and it makes me want to jump into the relationship. I'm just being honest. I mean, because when you have really good sex with somebody, then you're like, damn, I just want that. I don't want him giving that to nobody else. That's true. And vice versa. That's and true. And then that's when you're like jumping to, oh, I want him to be just mine. But if you're just casually hanging out with them and building a mental connection, you're going to then want him not to deal with anyone else on that same mental connection as you. And that's why you have to communicate. But I do get that. I'm not going to say anything else about that. But I, <laughs> I, I do understand that. And I want to go back and say, yes, you know, I feel like I respect the woman who's who wants to be abstinent. Um, for that guy who's interested, excuse me, interested in you or they're into the, another one who has the same type of viewpoint, mm-hmm. you got to be patient. Yeah. Because... Good things don't come easily. No, this career, this career is gonna be a journey. Like if you want a really good woman, she gonna make you. Depending on how she feels that night, if y'all had some drinks, she gonna make you wait. Yeah. And again, she can have a three month rule. She can have a month rule, <laughs> or she may break it in three weeks because it was just the right time. Yeah. But it only happens when she feels like she can trust you. So. Therefore, it's like again, like you. I feel like you do have to take your time getting to know people, right. because, like you said, the sex can be good, and boy, can it be good. <laughs> Are you reminiscing? To I am. I am. But I, I am. But it's like, you know, you just you you just have to learn from your lessons. You do. Because if you don't, it's going to it's going to have the same ending. My mom always says, sometimes you deal with the same shit because you. You deal, you go through similar situations because you haven't learned the lesson from it, and they're gonna keep giving you that same fucking test because you haven't fucking passed it yet. That's the so, truth, and life is your biggest teacher. Right. Life is about patterns, really, because if if you're doing something that's not getting you here and it's still here, he's like, "What am I doing wrong?" Yeah. Well, these same patterns ain't work. It's called change your paradigm. Yeah. Change your paradigm, and they call it. It's like you got to change that up. You do. So. I do agree with everything you're saying because it's the truth. Like, you can't jump into something if you're not ready. And then expectations. The only expectations you should have on something is, do I want kids and do I want to be married? Okay. Reason for it is because when you expect something from somebody, you are literally have this idea of what you want them to be. Instead of loving them for who they are. <laughs> now, now. If it's probably communicating relationship, yes. But okay. to me, I feel like expectations are what is our end goal. Okay. So me and my I, this is this is so crazy. Me and my best friend talked about this today on my lunch break, like twelve o'clock in the afternoon today. Right. About expectations when you're dating. She said her ex boyfriend told her that's your problem. You expected too much. I was like, bitch, what? So I said, well, maybe. Are we shifting? I love I love the uh, phrase "reframe your mind." Are we reframing the words? I feel like you, I, it, I have to go into something with something, right? So maybe if it's not expectations, is it my standards or my non-negotiables? Because I have to have, like you said, like I want marriage, I want kids. So if I'm go, that's my standard, that's my non-negotiable. Hey, are you okay with these? If not, then I can't date you. Well, see like, that. How does that go? That goes back to uh, you attract what you are. So if you want somebody, if you want to be married, have kids, have a mansion, have goals. You know, when you're a boss. Those expectations. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Then you want somebody who works out like you work out. Someone who's always positive like you. Someone who's very loving, very thoughtful. And all those things that you look for somebody, then you need to become that. Okay. Once you become that, then all of a sudden, your work, you're, now you, as you're imagining it, you're actually imagining yourself becoming that. And now you're doing it. And once you do that, you will attract someone who's like you. Okay. Attraction is real. That's like if you want to chase success, don't want to chase success. Let it come to you. Chain work okay. on yourself. Then it comes to you. Okay. So if you want somebody that's what everything you want, you need to become it. Because a lot of times people look for somebody that they're lacking in. Oh, I don't have all this, but you're gonna, but you're gonna fill this void. No. Yeah. Either you or come you on the way. Help me get to that point. Right. In my either life. you come on the way, you don't. Okay. Because. Now you put too much pressure on this person because if this person does not teach you this or give you what you want, all of a sudden is you either be listening on a good man or a good woman because you are not fully, you didn't fill that void yourself. Okay, so what I'm kind of getting from this, just to kind of break it down for all the listeners because, I mean, I, I feel like we're going a lot. Um, so instead of having expectations on another person, it put, instead of putting your expectations of someone else, 
create your expectations in yourself in a sense and work that, towards your own personal expectations that, and that, then you receive what that, you really as, wanted. Exactly. Essentially, essentially, that too, because in the day it's like you may find somebody that's not everything, mm-hmm. but they're still going to be good for you. Yeah. Because a lot of times we have all these stipulations and shit like that. And in the day it's like not everybody's going to be perfect. We're but flawed. But what they don't have, you already have within yourself. So you're not really tripping. You're like, oh, I want him to have $100,000. We're like, no, nah, I got $100,000. So if you don't make $100,000, then it's like it ain't really big of a deal because I have it myself. And and it's, the, it's like, right, it's because simple. at the end of the day, it goes back to the whole relationship thing. <laughs> if you want me, I'm be completely 100. You're individuals. You don't own anybody. Yeah. You don't own nobody. They're all experiences. I call. I like to call it a lease because in the day, if, <laughs> that's my job. I'm so sorry. If you're lease, if you're leasing somebody, it could be for two, three years, or for a lifetime to death do us part. Mm-hmm. So while you have this person in your life, you need to cherish them no matter what. Okay. Because you don't know exactly when it's their time to exit at your life or your time to exit out their mm-hmm. life. Okay. Because we're too. When you have these. Oh, this and that. You're, 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 all that is is idea. Ideals are what mm-hmm. you want them to be. Now you're not seeing this person for face value. Now you're missing on a good thing because all of a sudden, like, I want you to be this, and this person may not be that. That's true. I, told, I used to tell people that. They're like, I like you. I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, you like the idea of me. Like, whatever you thought, whatever you think you think I am, you like that because you don't know me. You met me one time, and you're like, damn, I really <laughs> like you. I'm like, no, you like the idea of me. Like, whatever you created, that's what you like. What but speaks- once you really get to know me, Will you really still like me? And that's a prize. And that's the thing. We, we skip those steps. We really do. Because we're impatient. Like you said, it goes back to when you're having good sex. It, 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 it Trust me. It changes things. It changes the process. <laughs> and now you might get a little territorial. Trust me, it can happen. You're like, damn, like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, I didn't give you some good wood. What we doing? Nah, you can't be nah. But in the day, it's like, you got to take your time to get to know people because, if, you know, a woman's soul speaks more to me than anything else. Because, you know, I don't mind the ratchet bouginess. I don't mind a mouth. I don't mind it. But in doses, but anything, what what, what really captures me, because anything else is going to come with it, is mm-hmm. that you have a good heart. Okay. So we got to wrap this up. We, this, right, this is the longest episode. This let's is, do it. This let's is do it. Tarscope Third Degree. We're still on Tarscope Third Degree. I hope we, don't think we, 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 we didn't go from let's that. Let's do okay? it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hope, other question. This, this could be, this got to be a good ass question. It's got to be a good one. It's got to be a good ass question. Oh, God, I hope you picked a good I one. I feel it. I really hope you picked a good one. I feel it. Oh, you didn't. Oh, damn. You might got to pick again. Okay. Have you ever had a partner who encouraged you to follow your dreams or help make them a reality? That's actually a good question. It's not. It's really a good question for it's, me. It is. Okay, go ahead. Yes, I've have. Okay. I've had. I've had. A few. But, I would say that you know, out of all of them, it's like they all say the same thing. Like, listen, go after what you want. If you decide you don't want to do this no more, you want to do mm-hmm. that, go do it. Okay. And I feel like that's the best partner you're gonna have because at the end of the day, it's about supporting each other. You can't control what one does. You can only support them. Mm-hmm. And you got to support them wholeheartedly. That's a hard one. You got to learn the hard way because the day is like, if you decide, I don't want to do this podcast no more right. and you want to do something else, whoever's they dating you, you, they will support you. So I've had a few lucky, good women in my, good women in my life that support me. It's like, listen, if this is what you want to do, do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's actually a really good question. How you answered it made it a really good, really good question. I kind of wanted to end it with like a bang and like a sex question. Let's do one more. So I'm th- you want to do one more? I was hoping like maybe we want to pick one more. This is gonna be a good question. Good question. All I right. think I think it's two in one. No, this is this one. And the way you folded the papers up. Ah, right, this is a pretty good one. Have you ever had a one night stand, Terrence? <laughs> My drum rolls suck, by the way. I've had two. You've had two. I've had two. Damn, you remember? I do remember. Okay. You want me to share it? I don't know. Do you want to? Uh, okay. <laughs> Y'all don't judge me for this. Um, I've had one. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let me get my need more wine. <laughs> so when I turned 26 mm-hmm. and I, you know, we'll split up this, uh, I met this young lady, and uh, we got to drinking, and we went out to play some pool. You know what I'm saying? You know, got a little herb, smoked a peace pipe. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to the Navajos. Peace pipe. And, you know, 
We did a little something, something. Some things happen. <laughs> some um, things happen. Other time. Shit, I was at JR Cricket. Which location? Hold on, which location were you at? Shit, I was out this way. I was in Tucker. The one in Panola? I was in Tucker. Oh, the one over, um... Uh, Tucker. Okay. <laughs> met, this, met this bartender. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hey, it's my birthday month. It was really my birthday month still. It's always when you get shit popping on your birthday, Terry. <laughs> Ooh, these she Pisces gave me, she act gave, up. Uh, we do act up. And she gave me some she gave me some free shots. I was lit. She had some shots herself. And I was like, what's she trying to do tonight? She's like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't I was like, well, what's up? And she was like, What I'm thinking, I said, let's go out. And we went out to, you know, this little bar down the street. <laughs> she bought me another drink. And then the rest was history. All right, amen to that. I had a drink to that one. Whoever this shit is, this shit got me speaking the truth. It's all good, though. It's that sangria. Well, honestly, Terrence, this wraps up not just episode 20. This wraps up season fucking one of Taurus And I'm so glad to be honored to... Basically, end the first season with a bang. It, this is the longest episode I've ever had. Say the best for last. It is amazing. I'm like, I can't thank you enough. This really means the world. Because when I, I first started you. this, I said I was going to get you one. Yeah, you did. And you it did. didn't look like it was going to happen no, at all. And last minute, I decided to make this the topic for my finale. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that you were available because I really wanted to have this conversation for the finale. I'm glad that you answered every question, honestly. I'm glad that you really just came in with great high energy. Absolutely. And shared your truth and your stories unapologetically. I, I just, I, I, I love it. For each and every person who has tuned in one episode, two episodes, or all 20 episodes, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're making Tarascope become exactly what I want it to be. I'm going to use this break to really just hone into more creativity. I'm going to use this break to buy more equipment. I'm mm-hmm. going to use this break to just re, not rebuild, to continue building Manifest what it. I want this Manifest to really it. be. So season two, look out for new segments. Look out for a better quality sound. Look out for better quality images. Whew. I want you to know that I'm going to use this break not just to kick shit and enjoy summer, because I will, but I'm also going to be working really hard to deliver on what you want this to be. Mm-hmm. So with that said, at me on social media, at Tarascope underscore, and let me know what you think about this, uh, today's episode. But also, because it's the finale, email me at info at Tarascope.com. Once again, info at Tarascope.com. If you want to be a special guest, if you have anything that any topic you want me to talk about, if there's anything that you want to, any constructive criticism, anything, I want to hear from all of my listeners from one episode to episode of all 20. Whoever wants to give me any feedback or want to be on, email me. It's so simple. And like always, you already know what I'm about to say. Wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you.